Welcome to Six in the City, the podcast where six twenty-somethings talk about shit, and some of them live in cities. I'm Jen. I'm Lexi. I'm Nancy. I'm Elena. I'm Jane. And I'm Robin. Today we're going to be talking about the drama with Trisha Paytas and Ethan <coughs> Klein. Everyone who's in that episode, introduce yourself. I'm Lexi. I'm Jen. This is Nancy. Elena. As a lifetime Ethan Klein fan who has been an Ethan Klein stand since, oh my God, like high school, I guess. Wow, I feel elderly for like a decade, basically. Um, this is really important to me. So yeah, and then Trisha, I knew of her existence because like we all watched Shane Dawson before we realized he was racist and problematic, like when we were children and mm. we were like being negatively influenced by him and not even realizing it, you know, like I think most people our age um, like had no idea what was wrong with Shane until we grew up and we're like, oh shit, he's horrible. And so like, obviously him and Trisha were really good friends for a long time. So I knew of her, but I was not like a mega fan. But like, if you've been on the internet, you've probably seen that video of a white woman crying on a kitchen floor, eating chicken nuggets out of a Teletubbies lunchbox. And that's her. So for context, and then Ethan Klein, I think his most viral video for context for people who like, don't know who he is. There's this video of a guy wearing marijuana pajama pants and smoking a vape and running around New York City going vape nation and I think that's like his most well-known I think has like something like 15 million views so if you've seen one of his videos it's probably the one you've seen I will be referencing an insider article just to like make sure I get the timeline right but most of this information is coming from my own lived experience so if I get something wrong feel free to call us out I don't I don't know but I'm basing this off of following this drama as it unfolded since like 2019. Basically the start of everything was in May 2019. Ethan Klein published a reaction video and he's he's a reaction YouTuber or he was at this point now he's a professional podcaster but at this time he was a reaction YouTuber and that was like what his fame was for. So in May 2019 he made a video called Instagram versus reality which was basically where he called out how women really heavily edit their photos on Instagram and how that creates like a negative body image for young women like in girls. He obviously made jokes about it because he is a comedian by nature and like that's what he does. The, some of it wasn't tasteful. When was uh, this? When was this this was in May 2019. Oh, it's pretty recent. Yeah. This is when everything started between the two of them. He was comparing images of like celebrities and really famous influencers like the Kardashians and stuff to like paparazzi photos, like Instagram versus the reality. And Trisha, who Trisha uses she, they pronouns as far as the last time I checked, but she has changed this a lot. So I might be off, um, but usually they're between she and they or using both. So I will do that. So Ethan included Trisha in this video as one of the celebrities who kind of edits and portrays himself differently on social media than how they are in person. And he made a comment about her looking like a beached whale, um, which was, like I said, not very tasteful, not very good. What happens after that is very, very interesting. Trisha was like, that's not cool. And she made a bunch of tweets to Ethan. Basically, they called Ethan a disgusting piece of shit. So like an eye for an eye, I guess. I don't really know, but that's what happened. Basically, 
she made a video that was like HCH3 is harming young girls when that was like the opposite of the intention of the video. The video was supposed to be like showing how the Instagram body image stuff of negatively affects people who like either can't gain enough weight or can't lose enough weight and feel like ashamed about their body. And Ethan's wife actually went through this where she can't gain weight and she really struggles with it. And she tries to manage her diet to gain weight, but it's really difficult for her. And so she had like body image issues about being too skinny. And so basically Ethan and Neela came out with this apology and they're like, Trisha, we are so sorry. We didn't like mean it. And we shouldn't have used those words like the way we did, like the way that we insulted people was just as bad as what we were calling out other people doing. They're both equally horrible things people do on the internet. Trisha keeps sending crap to Ela, which is not really fair because Ela wasn't really a part of this, but once she was involved in the apology, it just kind of spiraled from there. And in a surprising turn of events, the two, Ethan and Trisha, they make up and Ethan invites Trisha to be on his podcast, which was like a big deal because everyone was like, wait, I thought you guys hated each other. They had like a pretty normal conversation, a lot like other celebrities that the clients have interviewed on their show. They just like asked her questions about her career and, you know, how she makes her money and stuff like that. And so she opened up about being a sex worker and like that kind of stuff. And overall, it was a pretty like decent conversation but it derailed a little bit when she claimed that she made no money from her youtube channel and that all her money was from sex work and ethan was like i'm a youtuber like don't lie to me i know how many views you get i know your videos are monetized and so they had a whole nother fight but still in the end they're like it was great to see you like woohoo and they like took photos together and put them on social media so then in february 2020 they select Trisha to be the bachelorette. So H3 had been doing a bachelor series before this. Not, <laughs> not the real the bachelorette, the, the H3 bachelorette. So they they had Wait, done the a what bachelor- the what bachelorette? I've H3, never heard of it. The H3 bachelorette. H3 That's a company. Channel. Oh, channel. Yeah, H3, H3 is like it is a company. It's like their LLC and it's their brand and like their channel and everything is named okay. H3. It's like their show is H3 Podcast. So they did an H3 Bachelor with one of their interns turned full-time employees. What? And he found his, yeah, he found his girlfriend who he's still with through this process. So then Trisha was like, I want to be the Bachelorette on your next season of this thing. So, but really. Oh, wait, Lexi. So she was single, right? At that, still at that point? Yes, she was single and she was looking, she had just gotten out of a really bad relationship the year prior um, with one of David Dobrik's friends. Oh, I hate him. And um, so she was looking, like Mm. she was looking for someone new. And also she identifies as pansexual. So they were looking for like anyone, but mainly men entered just because of the audience. The audience that typically views the show is like 24 to 35 year old males. So that's kind of who they got applying. But the secret reason behind why they wanted to be on this is because Trisha had a huge crush on Ela's brother and thought he was really hot and she thought he would apply. And so she comes on for the first episode of reviewing the applications and she's like, there's some like nice guys or whatever, but I was really hoping Moses, which is Ela's brother, would apply. He didn't apply, by the way. So then the pandemic hits, like within like three weeks of this happening, before they even have a chance to film the next episode, because there's like several rounds of this bachelorette and lockdown hits and Trisha hooks up with Moses. It's like, it's, it just spirals from there, right? 
And Moses and Trisha do not tell Ethan and Ela. They find out from seeing it on social media. So they're like posting TikToks together and Instagram posts together and like suggestive posts. And Ethan goes on the podcast and he's like, you're my brother-in-law. Why wouldn't you tell me? Basically, it's like the joke is the whole season of Bachelorette got ruined, but it's fine because it was a pandemic. So it's not like anyone was going to fly out for the show anyway. Basically, they like weren't officially dating, but they were hooking up and Ethan and Mila weren't totally 100% sure. But Trisha kept saying things like, I'm so excited to like become part of your family. And they were like, what? (laughs) Like, we've known you for like a year. Like, and you've been dating Moses for like a month. So then Trisha goes on, trigger warning, some some anti-Semitic things are going to be said. But Trisha goes on this like Passover 2020, losing her mind, trying to become Jewish thing. And she starts to learn Hebrew and prep for the holiday of Passover, um, kind of like making comments about how Moses is Jewish and how she kind of fetishizes that, which is super uncomfy, but he's with her. So I guess that's his choice to like put up with that. She's like, we're soulmates. We're going to be together forever. You can't change it. Blah, 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 blah. Wait, Um, good question. Yeah. Like, do you know... Is like, is it obvious if Moses and Nila and Ethan were like close before? Mm. So this is a question that gets brought up a lot. So it's interesting <laughs> that you talk about this. Um, so Moses and Ela are the only members of their family that live in the United States. Specifically, they both live in Los Angeles, which is a pretty big deal. So they spend a lot of family holidays where since Ethan's family is from California, for Jewish holidays, they'll invite Moses over. So Moses was kind of seen as an extension of that family. And so like even Ethan's parents are actually really close with Moses. So they have a pretty like close relationship, but I wouldn't say they're like best friends, but they have a familial relationship and like they spend the holidays together. And, you know, Mm -hmm. Moses spends time with his nephew because Ethan, you know, have a son. So they have like a family relationship, but it doesn't appear like they were best friends prior to this, but there's a lot of discussion in the community about you know how close were they because we don't know we can't like analyze the relationship to me it's just like I guess like playing devil's advocate you don't owe your family anything you know like why should it matter if they posted on social media first you know maybe they wanted to keep it private and because they're you know that Ela and Ethan are a public couple as well they're afraid that it might leak or something and they're by the time they post it public, it's like, whatever, like everyone knows, like mm-hmm. who cares, right? Mm-hmm. If they like had told other people privately first and then like, you know, I think that's one thing, but if they like kept it totally secret, like why do you feel because your family that you're owed an explanation mm-hmm. before the entire world, you know? Hashtag valid. Do you know <laughs> if this is Moses' like first public relationship? Like was he like a pretty private, like non- social media kind of person prior to being associated with Trisha? So Moses was really not famous. Famous is probably the wrong word, but like he was not known prior. So like, if you go back and look at like Ela's Instagram, like he's like tagged sometimes. And so people knew he existed, but- He's really good looking. Yeah, he is good. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking at pictures this whole time. I'm like, yeah, oh, okay. he was really yeah, good looking. Yeah, he um, I mean, he's good he looking now. Like, but... in the public sphere. So no one really knows anything about his past relationships. And that could go one of two ways. It could go the way you're saying where 
it might be because he's a really private person or it might just be he wasn't famous enough prior to this incident for anyone to know or have kept track of because mm-hmm. like some people go on like purge their instagram after a breakup and get rid of every picture so right. we wouldn't know like what his ex-girlfriends look like and obviously Ela is like not gonna go around and be like yo my brother did all these people you know like so you know if Ela was like famous before she married what's his name ethan so Ethan and Ela, for some background, met on a birthright trip when Ela was serving in the military. So similar to in Korea, for Whoa. some context, in uh, Israel, you have to serve for three years, male or female. So it's a little bit more strict than Korea's policy. So Ethan is Jewish as well. Yes, Ethan is Jewish. He was raised in California and he met her when he was on his birthright trip. I think it was his first year of college and they really liked each other. So he moved to Israel. Well, she moved to the States for a year first while he finished school. They were really broke and she needed to be able to go get a job. So they moved to Israel and they lived in Israel for five years together. And then they moved to New York City. And when they were in Israel, she had to make videos for film school, um, which was part of her art school. Like at art school, she had to take film classes. And so she started to like post those videos on a channel that she called H3H3 because it's like um, Ela and Ethan, he, he. Oh, but he he was taken so she turned the e's into threes her name was spelled h-i-l-a am i tripping yeah so it's heel is the h ethan is the e oh i understand and then he he was taken on youtube so she changed the e's to threes um so they started to get some like notoriety but they were already married and like had really only ever had a serious relationship with each other because they met when they were pretty young so they got famous together like he is more famous because he's like the face of it and she does a lot more of like the behind the scenes art stuff but they got famous together at the same time Mm. so they don't really have like a life that is public prior to Mm. their marriage um if that makes sense did she create teddy fresh too Yes, she is the founder and CEO of Teddy Fresh Clothing, which I should have worn, but it's really hot here today. Um, And I only have like winter Teddy Fresh. I've got a corduroy hat. (laughs) I've got a beanie. Um, I got a sweatshirt, courtesy of my co-host here. Um, (laughs) So yeah, so I could not wear my Teddy Fresh today. But yes, they own it as a couple and she is the CEO and founder that um, has that brand. So And that all happened after they were already famous for their YouTube channel. And she kind of like stepped aside from YouTube and they hired other editors so she could focus on her clothing design. Mm -hmm. Um, And she does other art too. So it's not just clothing. Like she is an artist that does other art. So after Trisha and Ethan have this back and forth, right? Like on publicly on social media and like talking about each other in their videos, um, they decide to start a podcast together. (laughs) because that's what you do um and they call this show frenemies because it is a quintessential description of what that relationship was like they went back and forth between arguing and having a good time and arguing having a good time and they were spending all these family holidays together now and like all this stuff and so they developed this sort of like weird relationship that is best summed up by the word frenemies keemstar made some comments about trisha and Ethan does not like Keemstar because Keemstar makes a lot of mean comments about Ethan and his wife. This really bonded the two of them and like really ignited this relationship that they formed because like they both were like, fuck that guy, (laughs) you know? So in September of 2020, which 
they almost made it a year. They did not. Um, <laughs> they uh, they decided to start the show, and it was going pretty pretty well for a while. Like they were kind of covering topics that they were each passionate about, and they were on occasion dressing up in costumes. Mm. Like on the first week of October, they started doing Halloween costumes, and then they just kind of extended it beyond Halloween. But it was really funny because like they dressed up as each other, where they did like duo costumes like dressing up with very specific characters and also getting like really nice professional makeup done because they were both so into these costumes Hanukkah rolls around and Trisha continues to do the like fake Jewish thing and it's like super distressing because it's like why are you behaving like this they get into another fight where Moses goes out to get pizzas And Trisha and Ethan are like waiting for the pizza. So they keep filming the episode and it goes on for a while. And Trisha says that she hates Ela because Ela isn't like a good sister to Moses. And Moses isn't there to like say anything. Are these podcasts like the frenemies? Was it live recorded? No. So they purposely still like they kept everything in and uploaded regardless of fights or not? Yeah. So... There's been talk and conflict about that. So the person who edits the podcast, Ian, um, he said that both Trisha and Ethan would review the episodes and they both wanted to be as genuine as possible. And obviously that leads to a lot of problems. So like they both would watch the episodes with the fights and be like, keep it in and not tell him to cut those parts. And so he said he he's said since then in interviews that he really struggled with that because there were things he wanted to cut, but that both Trisha and Ethan thought it was important to keep in, but that he felt really uncomfortable with, like, especially where Trisha starts, like, saying really negative things about Ela that are kind of problematic and I won't repeat, but, but he really wanted to get rid of that. He didn't want to include that, but Ethan and Trisha insisted that everything's oh. So, yeah. like, for me, like, I guess, like, to preface like my perspective so I don't keep up with this at all but I used to be a big Trisha mega fan actually like I was really into um Trisha when she was like the beauty fashion influencer and she was like you know kind of then started like I was pre her pre before her sitting on the kitchen floor crying like that mm-hmm. like I go way back you were in the her, early right? early days I was in the early days like she already had snippets here and there but then I stopped watching her when she like all these videos were always of her crying on the kitchen floor and I was like okay well this is the vibe I'm going for and I kind of just like when I go on YouTube now I just don't go on like that side of YouTube anymore I just watch like Disney blogs and music parks and music <laughs> I try to like do like the unproblematic stress-free stuff as much as possible so like a lot of these things like so like from what I know about Trisha is that she like or they have a lot of you know mental health issues um and but they also are known to like want the clout from like creating and stirring drama and like they are actually smarter than a lot of people think that you know, they know that, you know, when you have drama and you have hate, you create publicity, you know, no such thing as bad publicity, as they say, right? And it seems like Ethan is like that, too, because why else would they keep on making up, creating this podcast, you know, like, really, like, trying to, like, monetize, <laughs> as for, I guess, lack of a better word, like, from this, you know, like, there's, when you say, like, they, because I don't listen to the podcast or anything, so I don't know, but if they truly, like, leave stuff out, unedited and they both are like yes let's keep it in like why like why do you need to do I that, think it's you know? absolutely for the reason you said right like it makes money 
if so people weird, know though. there's a blowout fight in the episode, they're going to watch the episode. But they're jeopardizing their own friendship. Let me tell you, we'll get into that. Because not only do they jeopardize their friendship, they ruin their fucking family, okay? Right. So basically, right after Hanukkah 2020, Trisha decided she was going to quit the show. And it's just like Nancy said, right? It's all about like stirring up shit, stirring the pot and getting used. Trisha voiced their frustrations about Ethan and Neela on a live stream and then came back to the show a week later. <laughs> Trisha really opened up and said that basically um, she felt like she would be abandoned like, and that every time she gets really close to someone, they let her down. And she kind of referenced like what happened with David Dobrik and then also with Shane because like they both right. cut her out of their lives when she no longer was profitable as a friend for them. Right. And Ethan was like, no, I genuinely really care about you as a person. And like, even if you stop doing the show because it doesn't serve you anymore, like we'll still be friends. And so they kind of had like a reconciliation. On Christmas Day, um, Trisha and Moses announced their engagement to the world with some problematic photos of her dressed as Jasmine in yeah, a spray right. Um <laughs> That's a whole other issue. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Her her anti-Semitism and racism is a whole other thing. So yeah, they got engaged. They continue frenemies, exposing people that have wronged Trisha. So bringing up the Dobrik stuff, bringing up the Shane Dawson stuff, and then in general, talking about their family and like looking forward to the wedding. This goes on for like, I want to say a semester because I still think in like student brain, but it goes on from like January to May and it's pretty much going well like once a week they're releasing an episode what happens is they've they've been making this episode from home and constantly all being COVID tested but still doing it at home as May rolled around May 2021 a lot of things started to open back up and Ethan and Hila had just purchased a new building for their company and they really wanted to move the show there and this caused Trisha a lot of distress because I think for one I think she they don't like change. Um, and that's a lot of people who have like past trauma don't like change. And also they thought that they would like lose some amount of control if it was moved into this new office space owned by H3, which is weird. Cause like Ethan also owned the house where they previously filmed it. So I think it was like more a mental thing than a reality. Trisha kind of went out on Twitter and was like, I'm pissed about this move. I want to hire my own producer. I don't want Ethan's staff to make this show anymore. I want Ethan's staff to only do H3 sh- stuff. And I want us to have a frenemy staff. Ethan was basically like, that doesn't make sense. Like, why would we hire a whole nother crew when we have a crew that works really well? And Trisha thought that that crew was really biased against her. And then also for some more context, they split the, the show 45%, 50, 55% for for the profit. And that's because Ethan uses the extra 5% to pay a portion of his crew's salaries since one day a week they work on this show. He took that extra 5%. And Trisha became really fixated on this, thinking the whole thing should be 50-50 when really she wasn't fronting any cash. Ethan was fronting all the cash. Like he paid for the equipment. He paid for the, the people who do the editing and take care of the set and so on and so forth. So it was this big deal over this 5%. So in June, Trisha's like, that's it. I'm out. I quit. They basically said in their video, like, I'm over it. I'm done with the show. I'm not doing it anymore. Um, You know, I'm the talent that is being exploited. And like, I'm not really seeing the benefit of the effort I'm putting in the show, which doesn't really make sense considering she was getting a really sweet deal. Yeah, like 45 is 
pretty good for just being like a co-star of a show of a company that she doesn't have to worry about like right yeah she's not managing hr she's not hiring and interviewing and vetting employees she's not paying someone to edit the show right so she she was getting good and ethan has even said the reason he gave her such a good cut is they are he sees that as family they're their family and so why wouldn't you pay family well because it's your family but yeah it was a whole downward spiral and Ethan later came out and kind of revealed everything that had happened and it was actually much more intense than the public knew there were a lot of like shit went down in the dms but basically Ethan was like you know in the past we have reconciled but now she's causing like distress to my wife and making really bad comments about my wife. Um, I fronted all the money for this equipment and they're angry that they don't get enough profit when all I'm taking is an extra 5% to pay my entire team and buy all the equipment. Basically, Trisha just kept posting bullshit over and over and over again, just like exploiting the drama and making more videos about the same shit. But Ethan made one video and was like, I'm done. Like, I'm not talking about it again because she's marrying my brother-in-law and I don't, I don't want to air our grievances in public anymore. I want our relationship to be like a private thing that's only about our family. But Trisha did not really follow that same thing. So yes, poor Moses. Everyone was really worried about Moses. And so for further context, long, long ago in the podcast, um, Ethan had made a comment that he would never support David Dobrik and Trisha said, okay, well, I would never support Keemstar because Keemstar has said like the most horrible things about you and your wife. And within weeks of leaving the H3 team, Trisha made a podcast with Keemstar. And uh, this genuinely upset Ethan to the point where like he was like visibly crying in like a live stream and they had to like cut the live stream and then like come back when he composed himself because he was so upset. Like he saw it as like a great betrayal. And that's kind of where we are now. So more stuff came out today that I just found out about. Um, Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So Trisha and Ethan had another huge fight last week that was kind of off air. So this was not a profit thing. This was a family argument um, that stemmed from the Keemstar stuff, but lots of other stuff. (sighs) Moses has been accused of sexual assault. If you want to read more about the details of it and you're like, got a morbid curiosity, you can find it online, but I will just leave it at he's being accused of sexual assault, which is interesting because Trisha made a lot of her time on the H2 channel about calling out like people who have been accused of sexual assault and like David Dobrik, for example. Then Trisha was accused of falsely accusing her middle school teacher of molesting her. So that's a whole other, like, like all these things are spiraling in this one week and it led to this huge blowout that basically Ethan felt really bad that this former teacher of Trisha had been falsely accused on air on his channel. Like he felt bad about it. Um, And so he got really upset. And then that led him and Trisha to have an off-air argument. And um, that off-air argument led Ethan to this week decide he will not be posting any videos and he's taking like a mental health break for him and his team. So we don't know everything yet. because like they're not being public about this and that's totally, that's their decision and that's totally fine. But Ela has come out saying, um, and sharing some screenshots and saying how like, this has literally broken her family apart. You know, 
Trisha tries to constantly make herself the victim, but a lot of times it's antagonizing this drama that like literally is ripping apart her husband and her brother. And um, it's causing this, this really big rift in the family, um, which is also interesting because it was just the high holidays. So I do assume they were all together, like in the same space for Rosh Hashanah. Um, and I wonder what happened, you know, I wonder what it was like, not that we are privy to that knowledge and not that we ever need to know, but I do feel for Ela. She's very pregnant, very stressed and dealing with a lot of bullshit around a time when she should be able to enjoy her family and like celebrate the new year because Rosh Hashanah is a Jewish new year and um, a time when there's also fasting involved. Like you have to fast on Yom Kippur. So like that's already stressful, especially for a pregnant woman and going through all this while that's happening in these few weeks, uh, I'm sure has been really hard, but that's kind of where we are right now with everything. And I'm sure more will come out. Um, Ethan also did a show with his mom to fill the gap created by frenemies, which was actually really sweet. And he always said he only wanted it to be short term. So people were really upset when it ended, but he ended it on purpose to make sure his mom didn't like get too famous and like have drama start to get attached to her. So it was really like a short term run intentionally. And everyone really loved it it, and treated her very well. And I think the whole H3 team, including Ethan, has learned a lot from this about like not exploiting someone's like mental illness for content. So right now they're only making shows with themselves, with their team, with their paid team. Um, So they're seeing it as a job, not mixing like family and all this stuff. And Ewa only comes out for an episode once a week and like mainly focuses on her business and taking care of her kid and, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, so I think they're definitely evolving, but they have announced that after this hiatus, this week hiatus, there will be a new show with a new co-host who is joining the H3 team. And we have not been told who it is. Um, we've been told who it's not, but we've not been told who it is. So I think this will be an interesting, by the time this episode comes out and you're listening to this, we will know because we're, we're filming this in September for context. We're not filming, recording this in September, but when this comes out in October, we will know who that new host is. And it will be interesting to see if the lessons learned from everything that kind of fell out with frenemies will be reflected, how Trisha will react, what the hell's happening with Moses and if anything will come of that. And basically like if their family will be able to like reconcile it, we will probably know more um, Mm -hmm. in October or we won't know because they'll keep it behind closed doors like they did with this fight. But as, as everything, like this fight was happening behind closed doors for like a few weeks and now it's become public because it was so bad that Ethan felt he needed to like take time off. And so he had to tell everyone what happened. And so like cracks have come through and, and um, Trisha tends to overshare online. So, so evidence has come out through that. So yeah, that's kind of where that drama is. Really, I just feel for Ela and the H3 team because, you know, the staff that were like part of this 5% drama, like that's not their fault. Like they, it's their job. The truth is Ela Klein's the best and everyone else in her life really is the best. I have been following this like very casually since Frenemy started because like personally, I'm not a big Trisha fan. And I thought it was really interesting seeing how much like the public perception of Trisha changed like so drastically because of the Frenemies podcast, like her reputation improved so much. Absolutely. I was just going to say, I just think it's so messy because not only it's, it's not random strangers over the internet. It's like literal family that's airing all these things 
And to me, that's not attractive at all, which is why I don't follow it. But obviously other people are so into it, which is why I think it also escalates. How do you choose between your fiance and your sister and, you know, the, your brother, you know, like, it's like so messy. Yeah, it's so and it's messy. All public. There's no like wrong or right answer to, right. Cause they're all causing, well, Elon might not necessarily be causing problems. She's kind of like a bystander in a lot of this, um, an active bystander because she exists and talks and has opinions, right. but, and gets shitted on by all these people. Um, but they're no, like they're all wrong. Right, right. No, so yeah. It's not like there's someone that you're like, that person's like amazing. They all add fuel to the fire. There's that reminds me of how like uh Kanye and Drake like were talking shit about each other. Oh my for, god, like yeah. no reason. And then he's like, Me and Kim are getting a divorce, and then she shows up at his like Donda performance. And I'm like in a dress, right. <laughs> in the wedding dress, <laughs> right? I was like, This is so obviously you just like, trying to make money for publicity, yeah. And I like to a certain point, I get it because when you're rich and famous, you want to stay rich and famous, you know, because then do stuff that actually like makes you deserve that status. Don't just like make up fake drama about your wife and you getting a divorce when you already have like children like that's just fucked up, you know, they're already rich and famous enough too. like they don't need right like Kanye is never people are never going to be like, I have no idea who Kanye is like while he's still alive, you know, so right. But he's literally Trisha and Ethan own matching Rolls Royces. They don't need. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying, these people are greedy, you know, like yeah. they're, they're exploiting for a reason because that's yeah. all they know. That's all they know to stay relevant because for some of these people, it's like, how else do I stay relevant? So interesting. But yeah, I think it exposes a lot about Ethan and Trisha as people. I think it definitely hurt their family a lot. Um, so yeah, I really feel for them. I hope that everything kind of goes okay. And when Ela has her baby, like things can be kind of okay with the family for at least a little while to make that that happy moment um but it's a hot mess thank you guys for listening and we hope you enjoyed this exploration of some internet drama and if it wasn't your thing we'll be back next week with something completely different because you know that's how the show goes like if you if you hate it one week you're gonna love it the next week (laughs) or maybe not Um, and I'd Valid. like to thank Elena and Jen and Nancy for joining me today. Woohoo! Thank you for listening to this episode of Six in the City. You can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at Six in the City Pod. This episode was edited by Jen with music brought to you by Gandira Patama. Thanks for listening. Bye.